0: Hello and welcome to The virtual Cafe. I'm your host, Shaggy Lola Salami. And who have I got here with me today?
1: Hey everyone! My name is Ayla Brown. I'm a country music singer. I don't know if we have any country music fans in the house right now, but I'm a country music singer who was on American Idol back in 2006. I was also a former basketball player. So any athletes, um, we can definitely have that sports thing in common. But uh, I'm just a singer who writes lyrics, which also has to do with words and books. And here I am. So my name is Ayla. Nice to meet everyone. Well, nice to meet you. I'm just amazed. You've gone
0: from, like, I don't even know. It's like, how do you go from musician
1: to basketball? Like, it's just Amazing! It's funny. It was actually basketball first. So I used to be an athlete and then I, I was an athlete turned musician. So I don't know which one is crazier, a musician turned athlete or athlete turned musician. But, um, I was a, a sports player my entire life. And, um, I had a scholarship to play basketball at Boston college in Massachusetts. And so I played four years of college basketball and, um, When I graduated, I moved down to Nashville, Tennessee, and I started writing country music and recording albums and releasing songs, and I just came out with a song called Take Your Name, which is a super fun, catchy, upbeat song about um, loving someone so much that you want to take their last name, aka get married to them.
0: Wow. Wow. I'm just, I'm just now. I don't even know what to say. It's like, see, so but what, what inspired you to get into music? There, I mean, if you, I would have thought that if you started off with sports, um, you know, you've got a passion for it because you know, only people with passion for sports get, you know, become really, really good. I think I could be wrong. And it so helped
1: you. Yeah, yeah. That? It well? all starts with passion. Like I loved singing. I loved music my entire life. Um, I grew up listening to Disney uh, movies and and songs and pretending I was the princesses and just singing my little heart out as a kid. And the passion never really left my heart. And um, it wasn't until I was a senior in high school, I was 17 years old, where I tried out for the show called American Idol, which, you know, was a huge show here in the States. And um, I placed 13th that year on season five. So we had Daughtry, Kelly Pickler, Taylor Hicks won that season. Um, and I learned a lot, loved music, and, but I had to kind of put it on hold while I had a basketball scholarship. So after I was done playing basketball, that's when I moved to Nashville. And it's been an amazing journey ever since.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: Okay, now, before we even – because normally
0: I would ask you what you would like to drink, but before you even do that, you need to earn your keep, right? Sing something for us. Come on. We've not had a – Well, obviously,
1: I'm going to sing the chorus to Take Your Name which is the new single, and here it goes.
0: I want to take your name Leave the other one and never look again Have what stupid games we used to
1: play There was also yesterday I want to take your name
0: There you go! Wow! Wow! wow that's just like it gave me goosebumps right like literally i've got goosebumps right literally i think if listening, i would want to get married straight away seriously that gave me goosebumps yay yeah. <laughs> but you know awesome. what, right and this is going to sound like i'm trying to give you a big head and honestly i am not but you know what they say about people who can sing you know um unexpectedly without any instrumentals without any uh instrument or anything they're actually good singers better than those who can sing only in a studio and your voice is amazing
1: oh my gosh thank okay. you
0: no, so much. i'm the first musician on the show i never thought i would have a musician on the show i just thought i only have authors and book lovers
1: but well, hey Hey, every book lover hopefully enjoys some type of music. You know, music is just so universal, so it doesn't matter if you like country or jazz or acoustic singer-songwriter. Like, music is in everyone's life, which is why... I absolutely fell in love with country music, first of all, because of the lyrics. And you can write these amazing country songs and explain a story and tell people and bring them on a journey, which is so similar to reading books. You know, that's one of the reasons I absolutely love books, too. So I think this is going to be a fun, a fun conversation for your listeners. What is the story behind your song? So the story behind the song is I wrote that on a plane. I was visiting my sister and her husband, who absolutely love each other to death. And I had the title, Take Your Name, for a few months just saved in my phone. And all of a sudden, I was on this plane visiting them in New York. And um, I just felt super inspired. Like, I was looking through some of my old song title inspirations, and that one just popped up to me. And I was like... Ooh, I think I wanna write a song like right now, like what's happening. And so I pulled out one of those barf bags and I borrowed a pen from someone and I just wrote the entire song in 30 minutes on the plane, visiting my sister and her husband. And I was listening to a lot of Brandy Carlile, um, and she's very organic singer-songwriter Americana. And so if you listen to my song called Take Your Name, you'll definitely hear a lot of influence that's a little bit more organic sounding. And um, I just love it. I absolutely love that song. I wrote it by myself, I, I recorded it in Nashville, and I'm just very proud of it. So I'd love to hear people's opinions on it.
0: No, that's amazing though. But like so oh my God, I'm gonna this. I'm trying to think of the best. Here. I'm trying to understand the story. Like so I know you said you thought about it, but then was somebody at the back of your mind when you were writing it? Was there someone you were thinking about when you were
1: writing the song? Um, not necessarily. Here's the thing. I'm always, I'm looking for love, right? So I'm like I'm a I'm a single single woman who has these um fantasies of falling in love, you know, like Disney, Disney's fault. Sometimes writers and artists we write songs about guys that we love. Sometimes we write songs about guys that we hate. <laughs> and then there's like some in between where you just want to tell a story. Well, in this case I had the title because I just felt like Every girl wants to have their own love story. And in many cases, like it all comes down to how much are you committed? So at the end of the day, everyone wants a love story that you can be yourself with that other person and they're going to love you for all of the ups, all of the downs, all of the battle scars that you guys obtained throughout the journey of your love. And so, no, I didn't have anyone in particular that I was thinking about, but I wanted to make a song that every girl could relate to.
0: Would you say that there was a bit of Disney in the
1: song as well? No, it's not Disney. Um, it's, It's definitely catchy. Like you'll listen to it once and you'll be like, Oh, man, that song is stuck in my head. So I don't know if that means that it's Disney. I would say no. To me, it's just good country music, you know? It's it's everything that a country song should should be about, which is, you know, honesty and...
0: Of course, of course. So what I mean by a bit of Disney in a yeah. sense that, you know, Disney inspired you. Um, so you're talking about, you know, when you were talking about the love story, did you have maybe a, a Disney
1: character, uh, you know, yes. in- no, not this time. <laughs> but I write songs every day, you know what I mean? So I, I, I love the songwriting process. It's something that I never thought um, I would do when I was growing up as a, a tomboy and an athlete. I never had a journal. I never wrote down songs or feelings or lyrics. And it wasn't yeah. until I took a chance and moved to Nashville six years ago that I started beginning uh, to write songs. And it's been a fun little journey because every song is totally different, you know? Yeah.
0: Fabulous,
1: fabulous. so are you I know you're you know you've, you've been touring and stuff like that but what was the last book you read I just finished one yesterday by Lee Child it's called um, The Killing Floor okay. and it uh, it's the first Jack Reacher novel of of Lee's and um We were in Barbados as a family, my mom, my sister, and myself. Actually, it was a girl's trip. It was so much fun. But my mom had this book, and she said, hey, do you want to read it? Because I know you love murder mysteries and detective stories. And uh, I said, yeah. So I I started it on the beach uh, two days ago, and I finished it last night. So I'm one of those readers. I don't know if any of your listeners are like this as well. This book was 536 pages. I finished it in a day and a half. Wow. Yeah, like once I start reading books, I mean, you can't like interrupt me. I'm fin- I'm finishing it within 2 to 3 days or, you know, depending on how many pages it is. I just love reading. I'm a fast reader. Um, I think my love for these types of books, the murder mysteries, all that started with Nancy Drews when I was really little and I was first starting to read. I-, I mean, like I only pretty much read suspense thriller murder mysteries and I'm and I do think that that has a lot to do with the books that I read as a kid which were you know choose your own ending type of books and you know where is the character gonna go you can choose or Nancy Drew stuff like that so um I just finished that one and it was really good and I'm like excited to start my next one which I'm not sure which one that's going to be yet I have to look through my my bookshelf
0: Oh, wow. So would you say then that it's important to expose children to books, you know, quite early on? You know, because obviously the kind of books that children read when they're young, you know, going by your experience, it will influence, you know, the sort of books that they
1: read, if they do read at all, when they're adults. Yeah, you know, I used to, when I was in elementary school... Um, we had a contest every summer for how many books can you read. And you would fill out what book. You would do a mini book report on them. And you would get a star when you would come back from school. The amount of books that you read, you would get little star stickers. And I think there was some sort of a prize. And it was to encourage reading at a young age. And I just remember being so excited about the books that I was reading. And I didn't know why. I mean, I don't think that I'm that smart. Like I'm not good at science. I'm not really good at math, you know, but I do enjoy um, finding books, expressing myself with lyrics and kind of reading, reading words, you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I I love all types of books, except I'm not really into um, autobiographies. I, I've read a few of them. Um, My dad was a former senator for Massachusetts and he came out with a book called against all odds, which obviously I read his book. It's, it's really fascinating. (laughs) It's great. And I think if I did not read his book, he would disown me, but (laughs) it's a really, It's a really great story. I mean, he went through a lot of stuff as a kid, and that's addressed. And, um, you know, there are pictures of the family. So if you, like, scroll through in the picture section, you can see me as, like, a little girl. And it's really cute and then all grown up. And, you know, so I have read some autobiographies. But when I go to the bookshelf, it's not the first thing that, like, I grab off the shelf are those types of books. Yeah, yeah, so you prefer the more uh more modern mysteries and things like that. I do. I like to let my brain go into a different world that's not my own because sometimes we all get bogged down with you know what we have to do that day, how many errands we have to run, if we have enough money in the bank account to go grocery shopping and pay the bills. And sometimes we don't need to think about those things. We can just let our minds go and read a book that has nothing to do with what's going on in reality right now. And I think that's... You hit the nail on the head. That's why I read books as well. Yeah. You know, and I don't know about you, but I actually like the books where I can turn the pages. I don't do electronic books. I've actually never read a book on a tablet before. Really so I'm really old-school and I you know, I don't know. I just love the feeling of like turning the page and Finishing a book and putting it back on a shelf and or giving it to someone else and having them read it It's it's much more personal to me than just reading uh, Reading words on on a screen Yeah, but I think also it might do for me. It's also got to do with
0: you know, my lifestyle now Um, so once upon a time in my life, I used to be exactly the same way and I was very resistant to tablets. Um, Mm -hmm. but then since becoming a mom, you know, I dare not have a book in in my house. If not, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's going to have loads of ink around it. And you know, if pages don't get torn because someone likes the sound of ripping paper, um, you know, so books are, are out of bound in my, in my house. And then also when I'm traveling in the train, it's usually nicer to just have something that I can read, you know, easily without jabbing, you know, someone jabbing me when the train is moving about. Um, but yes, no, definitely, I, I do see the appeal for only reading um, paperbacks. Um, I just wish I could do that. Um, once again, yeah. but sadly, technology is the only way forward for me right now.
1: I get it. I get it. The times have changed, and I lo- I love some of the new technology that's come out to make those things more accessible. Um, but I'm kind of the same way with music. I still like to buy CDs and, and records, you know, like the actual vinyl records. And yes. um, I don't know, I just, I'm old school when it comes to that. So I'm sorry, yeah.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> music definitely, I, I've got it on my to-do list that, you know, before the end of this year, I'm going to get, you know, a, uh, what's it called? A turntable and I'm going to get vinyl, um, vinyl disc. And you know, Marvin Gaye definitely has to be there. Definitely, it's a, my top
1: top one um, vinyl. I have probably about 30 or 40 records, and one I actually, the last album that I came out with was a album called Let Love In, and I actually got vinyls printed. So I'm gonna have to send you one. So after this, give me your address, and I'll, I'll send you one of my own vinyl records oh, wow. when you get your turn. To- that
0: would be amazing. I've got a big smile on my face now. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But any final words of wisdom for our—I well, can't even speak properly. Any final
1: word of wisdom for our guests, or our listeners? Um. You know, words of wisdom. I'm not very wise. You know, I'm only 28 years old, but uh, I'm one of those people that I believe in energy, and I believe in in doing good, and you'll receive even better. And so, words of wisdom for today is just. If you have a dream, keep it going. If you have someone that you love, keep loving them. And if you have a book that you enjoy, keep reading it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, and what would you say has helped you in your career as a musician?
1: Um, being more honest with who I am as a person and an artist has been very liberating. And I find that the more honest you are, Uh, The more people want to connect with you And so I used to be like scared to respond to people on Twitter or Facebook because I didn't know what their intentions were and finally I was like No, you know if I got a Twitter message from someone that I absolutely loved in terms of like You know if I was a fan of a musician or an actor and I wrote to them and they wrote me back It would make my day Or make my year. And so I kind of put myself in the shoes of of someone who's maybe discovering my music for the first time or learning about me for the first time. And to me, um, it's important to have some sort of connection. So I'd say what I've learned musically is the more vulnerable you are, the more um, you can connect with people, and the better your lyrics are because it's all honest and it's real. Yeah, that's what I've learned,
0: Thank you very much. That's definitely inspiring, you know, um, because people can fa- um can spot fakeness. So definitely, definitely good advice. Thank you. Uh, well, it's been an absolute, absolute pleasure having you around. Um, sadly, the little human she is in the bathroom because normally you would hear her, you know, giving her own two cents to the conversation. Uh-huh. Um, but she's she's had a fever from last night um so she's having a wash down in a cool water to try and get her temperature to come down a little bit so unfortunately you've not had a uh, a drink in our little virtual cafe but hopefully if you do come back
1: another time you know you might get you might get to drink that would be awesome and i ha- i can't wait to talk to you again and i hope your daughter feels better thank you very much we'll I'll see you again soon bye now
0: Bye.